What's one thing you would change if you were Noah for an episode? Give real guy more compliments. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, comrades and friends, welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I'm joined here by our players. We have Tyson McKay. Tyson, you know, give me a little bit of an in-depth look at, uh, at your mental state right now. How are you feeling? Pretty confused. I went from darkness and, you know, uh, evil spirit trying to attack the family I was tasked with protecting to a light, fluffy cloud. Mm-hmm. That would fuck with anyone's psyche, let alone Tyson's. You're just in sh- you're just in shambles right now. Uh, yep, always am, but we'll figure it out. All right, uh, and we are also joined by Rogar Ragnak. Rogar, how's it going? You're having a little bit of a less exciting time than Tyson. Yeah, I'm just chilling in Robbie's room. Not much to do. You know, try on a couple of clothes. That's about it. Okay, a little bit of cross dressing from the Dragonborn. A little bit of planes walking from the human. <laughs> Uh, do you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns before we begin? How's my boy Parker? Well, uh, well, Parker's at a different house, so um, so you don't really know how Parker's doing. Fine. Um, yeah, he's, he's probably okay. I mean... Probably? Probably okay. <laughs> uh, any other questions, comments, or consor- concerns before we begin? Uh, I'd just like everyone to know that I leveled up. So, level 11... Here we come. Yeah, that's pretty important for the fans, for the listeners, and for me to know. Uh, so, what went down on this level up, Tyson McKay? I still have to roll my hit dice, but uh, basically get uh, a six-level spell of my choosing at every rest, and I get to, to cast that whenever I want between uh, long rests. Okay, so you get to cast it once between long rests. No, no, as many times as I want. <laughs> well, that's what I thought you were saying. I thought you were like, yeah, I get to cast it however much I want. Yeah, Jim, that sounds a little OP. <laughs> yeah, I'm just casting uh, Feast of Heroes over and over again. Nice. Is that the spell that you picked was Feast of Heroes? No, 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 but you'll learn. Okay. Do you want to tell us the spell that you got or no? Absolutely not, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just feel like the listeners might want to know. I mean, maybe make a big deal of it when you cast it for the first time. Say this is your sixth level spell. This is my spell. Okay. My arms out like that. They can't hear that, but... Would, uh, would any player for 400 experience points like to give us a little rundown of what happened last session? Fucking 400. Alright, let me give you a little rundown of what happened between the shenaniganery clan, aranery shit. That was dumb. Try it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> We're rolling with it. So, Rogar and I heard screams from the town. We went down... There's a totem pole of dead kids, skeletons, people were crying, we interrogated some people, found out that there were some families that still had kids in the town, so we decided to split up and guard them for the night to make sure no other kids went missing that night. Parker took the easy house that was in the middle of town. <laughs> Rogar and I took the far ones out of town. Rogar uh, scared a child. No, he didn't even talk to the child, but he dressed up like a child and hung out in the kid's bedroom. Yeah. Uh, I made a friend, Jacob, who was then murdered as the creature came and attacked the house that I was in. I bravely fought it off and protected the family as hard as I could and lost control of my magic. And now I'm free-falling in the 
plane of air or something like that? Yeah, the elemental plane of air. Yeah. Okay. That's a pretty good, uh, pretty good recap, Tyson. Thank you so much. Take every single one of your 400 experience points. Level Don't up again. spend them all in one <laughs> place. <laughs> uh, don't you miss those times? Level level two, level three, just like one encounter, boom, level up. I do. Please put me back down there. <laughs> sure thing. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. So you heard it here first. Tyson McKay uh, tried to use his magic to fight off whatever creature it was that killed his very best friend, Jacob, and instead ended up hurtling himself through the elemental planes until he reached the plane of air. After a few moments of standing solidly on clouds, Tyson McKay began to freefall, as one does in different parts of the elemental plane of air. Tyson McKay free-falling. That tower in front of you, though, you know, still kilometers away, is an extent. <laughs> Free falling. <laughs> Plus, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Plus 200 experience points. I love it. Some good Tom Petty there. Yeah. The the Citadel, the, the large tower, which was a few kilometers away from you, which you can see because it's obviously very open, very airy, very expansive plane of existence, is also in a state of free fall in front of you. But Tyson McKay, having no wings or ability to fly, you uh. are... Free falling through this plane. I have those shoes that I got. Oh, it's boots of levitation, but I don't. I'm probably not a proficient with them. So, oh, and it only floats me up 20 feet. So, how does that work when there's no ground? But um, <laughs> it, it wouldn't work. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I just planes walk back. So I concentrate for the 30 seconds. All right. So Tyson McKay concentrating hard as he free falls. I mean, there's no ground in sight, right? We spend the 30 seconds required, and you are teleported back to the material plane, not but a few feet from where you left moments ago. Do Tyson I McKay, fall? do you fall? Onto the ground, or do I just teleport there? Uh, I mean, you teleport there. You stumble a little bit, I'd imagine. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're going from the state of free-falling to a, a very solid ground. Yeah, so tumbling for a few seconds, and then writing uh, yourself upright, Tyson McKay, it looks like it's been no more than a few moments since you left the material plane. I I run to the door. Okay, so Tyson McKay, you run to the door. On the porch and up the steps to the main door, which is ajar, you see pools and, and spatters of blood. What have you done, Noah? <laughs> <laughs> uh, your horse is named Noah, and uh, yeah, it, it's... It's with it, Parker. <laughs> yeah, it, it is with Parker, you're correct. <laughs> Uh, what horse are you riding, by the way? I am riding Petal. Good. I'm, I just wanted you to remember her name. Petal and Jacob's horse both have their necks slit, and they're <laughs> lying on the ground. Petal? <laughs> you okay, girl? No, she's very much not okay. Very much dead. Well, Try riding her. <laughs> I must now burn this house so no one can know my failure. <laughs> Sorry, the failure is the horse dying, not not even the family or Jacob. Oh, you're right, Jacob. I must pull him out before I do it. I go inside. All right, so you head inside, just pushing open that wooden door just a few more feet, and there are large pools and uh, and almost like the like bodies being dragged out of the house, stains that are linear of blood, where where bodies would have been dragged outside. 
Probably nothing. You failed your mission. Tyson McKay, you are a few feet away from the stairs heading up towards the bedroom. Do I see any bodies or anything? You see no bodies, no. Just more blood, uh, some of it pooling near the bottom of the steps. Okay, well, let's go upstairs. I prepare fireball because fuck it. I don't think anyone's there anymore. (laughs) So you've prepared fireball and uh, you continue to head up the steps. Walking towards the parents' bedroom, what would you like to do? I do a cool cartwheel into the bedroom and extend my hand and look. Uh, Sorry, you're doing a cartwheel into the bedroom? (laughs) Like a cool roll into the bedroom. Can uh, Can I get an acrobatics check on that? Yes. There's a lot of blood on the ground. It's pretty slippery. A nine? I mean, yeah, rolling isn't hard. A cartwheel would have been harder. Yeah, you roll into the room. You know, your hand outstretched, ready to blast anything with fireball, but, uh, but yeah, now you just got blood all over your clothes. (laughs) They won't be able to sense me coming. Right. Yeah, exactly. Good. Do I see anything? Inside the bedroom, no, you do not see anything. You look to your right, and you see that the closet doors are very much ajar. Uh, and uh, clothes ripped to shreds kind of line the floor. Probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to do? I search the upper part of the house for anyone. Okay, so you search the house for any living creature and find none. It looks like both parents and child have disappeared. Don't say that. They could have just gone next door for some milk. Yeah, they, they, I mean, I guess they could have. That's the story we're going with. <laughs> I love Tyson exploring scary houses, just like, oh, that's not a big deal. Oh, that's okay, it's not a big deal. Oh, you know what, they're probably just next door. It's just like lying to yourself. They're dead. They're dead. <laughs> Shut up, Rogar. <laughs> I, uh, I do have to make this look like more of a fight, otherwise people are going to call me a bitch. Okay, so now you're staging the scene of the crime. <laughs> Push a chair over. <laughs> okay. Uh, flip the bed. All right. Tear the door off its hinges. Okay, I'm gonna need a strength check for that. You're tearing it off its hinges. Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do not do so. You try to rip the door off its hinges, but it just it won't budge. Very solid, sturdy construction. All right, I look around and I say, "That's enough." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, now covered in their blood, walk down the stairs, open the door. Yep. Light a match. <laughs> Do you have matches or <laughs> you're lighting a torch or are you just using a spell for flames? Yeah, I conjure flame in my hand, produce flame. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> You're gonna burn the house down. <laughs> no one can know, Sam. <laughs> Why'd you flip the chair and shit? <laughs> You're right. It's all Why did I do burn that? anyways. <laughs> uh, fine. I don't even know where Rogar is. Please. I'm at the woods. Oh yeah, yeah, but I don't know where the house is. I'm in the middle of the woods. Jacob took me here, and now I have no horse. Sab, what do you want? Me to do? <laughs> I don't know. Start walking in his direction. <laughs> Safest thing I could do. You're right. All right. Well, is there a path towards town? There is indeed a path towards town, Tyson, but right now you've got your hand with produced flame and you're a few steps away from the house, and you see bits of blood spattered on the ground, uh, and they lead towards the forest. Uh, nothing ever has gone wrong with following blood trails. Let's go. Sorry, are you leaving the house intact, or are you lighting it up? What's going on here? You're giving me this choice? I typically give you choices. Is, is that not correct? Tell you what, Noah. 
If I go out there and I find at least one live person, I'll leave the house intact. If not, I'm coming back and I'm burning this bitch down. <laughs> uh, okay, sounds good. Yeah. Um, so, so your decisions in your hand now, Noah. Let someone live or don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'd call it my decision. I mean, what's happened has happened. No, no, don't. You can't weasel your way out of this. Let's let's go. I'm not weaseling my way out of anything. Are you following the blood or are you going back to town? <sighs> I follow the blood, Noah. You know me. Okay, sounds good. So, Tyson McGay, you begin to follow the blood trail out towards the kind of tree line, very close to the house here, and you follow it into the woods. Are you still producing flame? Are you extinguishing that? What's going on here? No, I keep it going. Nice, yeah, you want to use that to find the next blood spatters, correct? Yeah, exactly. Okay, you follow the blood spatters on the ground, some of them just little tiny drops of blood on leaves, and the path or the, I should say the trail of blood, uh, becomes a little bit harder to follow the deeper you get in, less blood dripping over time. I'm going to need you to roll me a survival check to see what your tracking abilities are like. Hmm. Can I also use the heat of the blood to track it as well? Um, I mean, I guess the blood would still be somewhat warmer than the environment. Or Doesn't matter. But... 18. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good stuff. Uh, yeah, you continue to follow the blood trail pretty expertly. The blood kind of shimmers and appears black and shiny under the light of your produced flame. Yum. Uh, so, Tyson, you've been walking in the woods for about five minutes now, still following the blood trail. Is there anything else that you'd like to do or just continue to follow the trail? You know what? I need a buddy. Okay. I'm going to dead. elemental. What kind of elemental are you going to Fire. <laughs> <laughs> when he walks, he sets things ablaze, right? Yeah, the whole forest is on fire. Okay. All right, so you uh, conjure an elemental of the fire variety, and it is now standing next to you. Little bits of, uh, of twigs, wood, and leaves underfoot, you know, catching flame. Ah, uh, my new buddy. He can keep the way lit and uh, help me if I get into trouble. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Tyson... Do you want to continue following the blood trail? Noah, I want to continue following the blood trail. <laughs> Just making sure. So you follow it for another five minutes through the woods, and the trail becomes even harder to pick up now. I'm going to need one last survival check from you, please. Oh, baby. 19. Awesome. So you very expertly follow the trail for the next few minutes until eventually you come across large bits of blood pooling at your feet. Oh god. I found it. What would you like to do? It's pooling at my feet. So I look up, obviously. Okay, so looking up in front of you and the dancing flames of your conjurer elemental reveal the body of Jacob. Ugh. It is currently hung in one of the trees. No! Uh, it's <laughs> organ <laughs> his organs and intestines spilling out of his stomach, which looks like it's been sliced from one side to the other. Is he just? What's he hanging by? His uh, his neck. Like on a rope. Correct. Uh, Sew me back. I get the flame guy to swat at the rope to try and cut it or burn it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So uh, the flame guy kind of climbs the tree a little bit, and then yeah, you're you're correct. He uh, he burns the rope so that Jacob falls to the ground. So Jacob falls forward into these pools of blood at the base of this tree and falls on his front his organs splaying out on either side on the ground. 
say it's, mm. it's not your fault, Jacob. No one just hates when other people voice characters. <laughs> <laughs> Plus 500 experience points. <laughs> I inspect the body for any oh. abusive trauma or sexual trauma. <laughs> okay, uh, let's start with abusive trauma. So it looks like Jacob was dead before he was hung. This you can tell because there's not as much discoloration at the neck. If you if you hang someone while they're alive, you'll find lots of discoloration around the neck if they've been strangled, but you don't find much here, which suggests that whoever left him here was doing it just for shock and awe. Uh-oh. So in addition to being hung, it looks like he has claw marks all over his body from being carried, and then you also find that his stomach, where it's been sliced open, was clearly not done with any claw or any rudimentary tool. It looks like it was sliced very finely across his stomach, and looks like that was done while he was still alive. Oh god. Okay. And sexual trauma? Right. Yeah, I forgot you said sexual trauma. Um, <laughs> when you say sexual trauma, what, do you, what are you looking for at Tyson McKay? An attention. <laughs> uh, plus oh, 100 experience power. points. No, you don't, you don't find any sexual trauma. Okay. Don't want anyone defiling my Jacob. Well, he's been defiled, but just in an abusive way, not in a sexual way. <laughs> Who hasn't? I don't know. I don't know where you want me to go with this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's no other bodies around. You look up in other trees and in and around this area. No, there are no other bodies here. All right, Jacob. Come on. We'll take you back home. <laughs> so how are you going to do that? I just grab him by the arms and start dragging. Okay. And you're dragging back the way you came or you're going to diagonally cut it so that you head back towards the direction of town. Deeper into the forest we go. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. So you're not going back to town. You're dragging his body deeper into the forest? Does that not seem like a good idea? No one can find out. (laughs) (laughs) No one can know. I let absolutely everyone die. (laughs) I must must hide everyone. Yeah, no, I'm going to go back to town, I guess. Got to face the music someday, right? Right, correct. Okay, so you're going to drag his body back towards town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you got your fire elemental boy there watching over you, so I feel like you're you're fairly safe. I'm not safe at all, sounds like. <laughs> okay, so Tyson McKay, you make your way back through the woods. It's about a 30, 30 minutes of hard work to kind of drag Jacob's body through the, through the woods, and plus, you know, all of his organs spilling out, getting caught on branches and stuff like that obviously doesn't help. <laughs> I just yank um, harder. <laughs> okay, so, you know, small intestine and large intestine literally being ripped here apart. You drag Jacob through the woods. Wow, he's eventually, so light now. <laughs> <laughs> and you eventually reach town. So you walk out from the tree line carrying, or dragging, I should say, Jacob behind you uh, until you finally make it, you know, to within some of the more well-lit areas of the main street of Traverse. And now you can do whatever it is you'd like to do. Where's Parker's house? Parker's house is two buildings away from you on the right-hand side of the street. I go towards it. Uh, are you still dragging Jacob, or are you leaving him there? I'm never <laughs> leaving Jacob behind. Okay, so you drag Jacob to the house, and then what are you doing now? Knocking on the door. All right, so you knock on the door, and you hear movement upstairs. The door opens narrowly at first, and there is the point of a sword, kind of just, you know, the tip of which 
extruding from the small gap in the in the doorway. And then the door swings all the way open, and Parker looks at you and sees that you're covered in blood and says, My god, what happened? Well, Parker, I got some good news and I got some bad news. <laughs> okay, so Parker, uh, you know, sticks his neck out of the door, kind of like looks either way, sees the body of Jacob, and he goes, Oh my. Well, quick, come inside. I drag Jacob up the stairs inside. He says, no, no, stop. The yard. What are you doing? Don't bring him in here. No man left behind, Jacob. Parker? So Parker looks and he says, this man is dead. He is alive in my heart. <laughs> I was going to say, roll me a deception check. And then you said, in my heart. And I have, I have nothing to, to challenge you on this. Because <laughs> I truly believe that Tyson McKay thinks he's alive in his heart. So Parker looks to you and he says... You can't bring him in here. Look, he's his insides are falling out. Now they're outsides. Okay, <laughs> so the husband and wife come down the stairs, their child in their arms. They oh, look at you, Tyson shit. McKay, and then look at Jacob on the ground. They say, my God. And the woman uh, turns towards the hearth and throws up. <laughs> All right, I can see Jacob's not wanted here. <laughs> so Parker says... I'll be with you both in a moment. And he kind of opens the door all the way, steps outside, and then closes it firmly behind him, planting himself in between you and the doorway. He says, Tyson, what happened? Well, I was doing what I was supposed to do. <laughs> Man, every sentence you say sounds like you're lying. Well, I was doing exactly what I was told and the way I was told to do it, when out of nowhere something happened that was entirely not my fault. <laughs> I then reacted as anyone would and tried my best, but yet still, it didn't go the way I wanted. <laughs> wow, Noah summed it up perfectly, Parker. Listen to him. Yeah, so Parker is indeed going to ask you what happened. So you were, sorry, you were doing exactly as you were told. I was watching the family and guarding the door, window, whatever it's called. Then I heard noises, and I hid the family, and then Jacob came up to the room bleeding, and he died. So naturally, I prepared myself. And I fought a creature, and I fought it off pretty good, Parker. You would have been proud. So, so you saw the creature? I more than saw it, Parker. I kicked his ass from here to halfway to the forest. <laughs> uh, roll me a fucking deception check, dude. I heard it a lot, didn't I? I think you did eight damage. No, I did two hits on it, okay? did like okay, so 22 damage, maybe. Sorry, you did 22 damage. Uh, also, my deception is a 7. Okay. So he looks to you and he says, Right. Okay. And what happened to the family? Well, here's the thing. So I said I had good news, and the good news was I found Jacob. And I point to Jacob. <laughs> Parker bad looks to you and he says, Well done. I say, the bad news is I couldn't find the family. So, so what? The family just disappeared? You were fighting this creature and then it got them and you had no way to stop it? Well, here's the thing, Parker. I was lost control of my magic, and I was teleported somewhere. Ah, oh, goodness. The family, there's no chance they're alive, is there? Believe in something, Parker. <laughs> what show Jacob. is that? I found, I found Jacob. We can do anything. God damn it, man. Believe in something. <laughs> What's that from? I don't even know. It's from Tyson. Okay. So, Parker looks to you and he says, We need to tell Rogar. And then you can give him the description of the beast that you saw. Alright, I guess we can go tell Rogar how one of us messed up. 
(laughs) (laughs) So Parker opens the door a little bit. Then thinking better of it, he shuts the door and he says, can you move that body somewhere else so they won't see it? Fine. I start dragging uh, Jacob over to Noah and I toss him onto Noah's back. (laughs) Okay, so the horse is very concerned. Um, But Parker opens the door and ushers the family towards me. He says, come with us. You're not safe on your own. You can ride Noah. (laughs) The family follows and Parker says, I need you to take me to the woods as home. Can you do that? Yes, and the man, the man not talking. He's <laughs> not talking to you. He's talking to the family. You went to the Warrens. Rogar is at the Woods' place. So the husband looks to Parker and he says, Aye, I can lead you. Let's just get some torches so we can see. So Parker pulls out a torch, and using some flint and steel, he lights it, and then uses that torch to light another torch. I pull out my elemental that was right beside me the whole time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the family looks very scared at the look of the elemental Uh, and then the man begins to lead you guys down the footpath towards the woods' home. There are the sounds of the night which kind of encompass you guys, the sounds of crickets and the grasses the the sounds of all (laughs) (laughs) plus 200 experience points the sounds of all the different creatures and critters out in the nighttime and eventually uh, kind of falling back from the trees you guys come across the woods' house in the very small clearing It is a very small home, and there is just small puffs of smoke coming from the fireplace. The the, the chimney, I should say. We can't hide here. (laughs) No, you're Rogar again. (laughs) Trust me, I made sure of it. Okay, so uh, Parker marches up to the door and knocks on it quite authoritatively. And Rogar, you hear the door knock, and you may do as you wish. I go answer the door. All right, so you answer the door. With uh, my weapon out. (laughs) Okay, and you have your weapon in your hand. And you see Parker standing there. Behind him looks a very scared family. And then in the very back of the group, next to a fire elemental, is Tyson McKay, covered in blood. I stand out Uh, from behind my elemental and I wave. We don't take visitors. Parker looks to you, Rogar, and he says, There's been a development. Quick, let's get inside. Okay, I open the door. Okay, so... Everyone's allowed in except for the fire elemental. Okay, that's uh, that's wise, probably. <laughs> uh, the very scared family walks towards the doorway. Parker ushers them inside and then enters and then turns around looking at Tyson McKay, still covered in blood, still right next to the elemental. Okay, guy, I'm going to just let you go now. I'll miss you. Thanks for the company, and uh, you're my second best friend next to Jacob. <laughs> uh, so are you just leaving him there, or are you... you- Quelling the magic. I poof him away. Okay, sounds good. You poof him away. So the fire and lentil dissipates, disappears, and Tyson McKay, you are free to do as you wish. I dorm up the stairs angrily because I have (laughs) two of my friends tonight. (laughs) Okay, so Tyson McKay enters, and the families all huddled together kind of look horrified at the amount of blood which has just covered Tyson McKay. Oh, I imagine that, you know, you got blood on your hands, you're dragging this body, you, like, take a break, you, like, wipe your forehead with your hands, you, like, continue to drag the body. They should and be Park- scared. I've, well, after what I've seen... They should be. You're, you're correct. So Parker closes the door and then turns towards Rogar and says, Tyson, tell him what you told me. Well, Parker was doing what he was told, 
Guarding the family. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know this. Those are the Warrens, actually, in the corner there. I protected them fine. Okay, so the family looks to you and says, We're the Denisons. Shut up! We're not... <laughs> <laughs> okay, the man is very quiet. The woman is white as a sheet, and the child begins to cry. Um, so that might not have been the truth, Rogar. Tyson, where's your family? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I'm surprised Tyson didn't take that opportunity to do a setup. Tyson's family is dead. <laughs> Tyson, where's your family? <laughs> dead. I explain the situation. I say, you know, fighting the monster weirdly lost control of my powers. And I, you know, I did that thing that we both know that I can do. I nudge him. Okay, but not my head. And then I, when I came back, oh, honestly, Rogar, it was like 30 seconds. I came back and they were dead. Or gone, at least. Oh, which one is it? Dead or gone? I mean, both. <laughs> <laughs> you could confirm they're dead? No, I can't confirm, but there's a lot of blood in there. Thought about burning the house down so you guys can tell, but uh, luckily for you, I didn't. Okay. Well, okay, so one of the husbands looks to you and says, You're the ones they sent as monster hunters? I'll burn this house down if you don't behave. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the man stays quiet yet again, uh, and then looks to Rogar. The man does? Yeah, they're all looking at you. Oh, okay. Well, Tyson, your family still may be alive out there, so... Not. I saw my mom get her head cut off. There we go. Not your family. <laughs> the family you're supposed to watch over. <laughs> they still may be alive out there, so... We should probably go look for them or find any clues to see if they're still alive. This seems like a trap, Rogar. What if we we gotta leave this family, both these families, with the last two children in the village? Well, someone could stay here and watch over them while we go look. Okay, Parker and I can go look <laughs> while you. All right. I don't know if I trust Tyson to watch over a family. I have <laughs> <laughs> the guy that was plus three hundred experience points for Rogar <laughs> Ragnack there. <laughs> I'll ask Parker what he would like to do. So, Parker looks to you, Rogar, and he says, I think you're right. If there's any chance that those families are still alive, we owe it to them to head out and try and find them. Okay. So, me and Tyson will head out to find them, and you stay watching the family. So, uh, Parker looks to you and he says, What if it got past Tyson? I don't know. What if it could get past me? What if I'm not strong enough? Yeah, you're right. Mm. He's definitely not strong enough. If it got past me. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) <laughs> mm. I like are you shit on Parker <laughs> I don't know what to do It's a sticky situation Cause I'm covered in blood Exactly Do you want me just to just right. dress up in kids clothes and <laughs> Sure <laughs> How's that gonna help <laughs> Tyson I say it would help No, <laughs> no you didn't but I just <laughs> Yeah I failed to see the point <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do? Should we just, like, put the kids on the front porch and say, come get them? <laughs> no. They're the last kids. If we just get rid of them, then the thing will stop coming back. Yeah, or you could just put up flyers all around the town saying, auction for children tomorrow, and then tomorrow, you know, you just start the bidding. Do I hear one dollar over here? I hear one dollar. Two dollars. <laughs> do I hear two dollars? Seven dollars. Do I hear seven? Eight dollars from the large monster in the back. <laughs> That's him, that's him, get him. <laughs> get him. 
So, Rogar, as far as we know, it only hunts one family per night, right? Correct. So, do you think, what are the odds it attacks again? Uh, probably not that high. Well, these families are together. I don't know if we should bring them into town with us and then station them up somewhere safer in the middle of town. It's a bit more light. And then maybe we go hunting. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So we repeat the plan to the family and Parker. Well, Parker was probably listening, but eavesdropping little fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Parker's there, so he is listening. All right, yeah, so we explain the plan to everyone. And then uh, let's it's get them out of this house. Okay, so bearing torches and keeping their families close to them, uh, the men, their wives, and children follow you guys into town. Uh, it's a pretty eerie walk at night through the woods, uh, but then you reach the main street of T- Traverse pretty quickly. And what would you like to do from here? Uh, we should probably go to the Thompson. 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 All right. Okay. Uh, so you guys head to Thompson's house. You've been there before. You guys trying to open the door. You knocking on the door. What are we doing? Let me in. Let me in. Okay. So you're knocking and asking <laughs> to be let in. Yes, please. Okay. All right. So you uh, knock on the door, and pretty quickly, Thompson comes down. Uh, you can see he's got what looks to be an axe in hand through the glass in the door, uh, but he sees it's you guys. Opens the door and says, "Quick, come in. Come in." We let everyone in, and then we explain the situation to him. So he nods and he says, Ah, oh, that's too bad about the Warrens. They were good folk. They're still alive. We'll find them. Looking up at the night sky, Thompson says, I fear you don't have too long. All right, we need some horses quick. Well, so I he, got my horse. I need a horse quick. <laughs> <laughs> the Parker has a horse, Noah. And then there is another horse stationed beside Noah. It looks like Thompson's own horse. He says, here, you can have mine. Ride, ride quick, friends. Perfect. I jump on Let's go. Thompson's horse, and I stare at Jacob on Noah's horse, and I laugh. No, I don't laugh, but <laughs> <laughs> I go, oh, no. I take Jacob off Noah's, and I put him on the ground. So Parker looks at all the blood which is currently on the saddle. He grabs a cloth from the saddlebag and wipes it down to the best of his ability and then looks at you and just shakes his head. <laughs> How dare you treat Noah with such respect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Parker mounts up on his horse and then says, So where are we starting our hunt? Uh, the house seems like a smart idea. So he nods and then says, Well, you've been, been there. You lead the way. I lead on. Onwards. Okay, so galloping this time on horses, moving pretty quickly, I'd imagine. It takes no more than a couple of minutes for you guys at like a hard gallop, a, a real riding, because you guys are riding fast now, to make your way to the Warren's house. The front door is ajar, and the black, oily, and slick blood uh, seems to be spattered and covering almost every surface as you approach the house. I say, welcome to the Warren's. <laughs> Parker says... Did you see which way it went? Um, well, I point in the direction that the blood splatters went. Mm-hmm. Um, I say, but it went invisible when I uh, when I hit it with a few attacks. So Parker looks to you, Rogar, and he says, So do we dismount, follow the blood? 
I think that'd be best. Parker dismounts from his horse, tying it up at the house, and then he actually draws his broadsword out from his back and prepares himself to walk into the woods. All right. I shall do the same. All After right. Him. So uh, who's leading here? Tyson. All right. It does make sense. I know the yeah. way. Yep. <laughs> okay, so Parker and Rogar are following behind Tyson as I suppose you're leading their way through the woods. Uh, yeah. For a fair bit of time, it's actually quite easy. I mean, you were just covering this trail yourself. And so you make it quite quickly to the spot where you found Jacob. Uh, from okay. there, you haven't gone any further, so you guys are going to have to do either perception to look for bodies, blood, signs of someone being there, or survival to see if you can follow the, the blood trail. All right, I'm going to try a survival check to find more blood. Sounds good. Roll me a d20. Uh, not nat 20. Nice. So, looking around... You quickly pick up the trail again, which looks like it's heading in a mostly southeastern direction. Quickly. This way. All right, so the team is following behind Tyson McKay, and Tyson, the blood trail becomes very thin again, and eventually leads you to a clearing in the trees. Um, can I perception check? Sure. It looks like this clearing in the trees was actually man-made. So it looks like there were large trees felled in this area, and some of their root structures actually brought up from the ground. Does the blood continue? The blood continues straight through this clearing. Well, we might as well follow it. Yeah. So you continue to follow the blood trail through the clearing, and it eventually leads into more thick and woody areas. What would you like to do? I'm sick of the forest. <laughs> Burn it. Um... I guess we gotta just keep following the blood. It's our only hope to find them alive. So, you continue on your way through the forest. The trees here, much thicker and closer together. This forest, or this bit of forest here, seems much older than the forest behind you and closer to town, where there have been years of obviously felling the trees and then new trees growing. Here it looks like more untouched grove. Alright, we should probably ready ourselves. We'll get get any weapon you need out. Yeah, I'll pull my weapon out. Wait, can I see if Parker is still with us? Yeah, you look and Parker is indeed still with you. Wait, can okay, I see good. if Rogar is still with us? Yeah, yes, you look and Rogar is indeed still with you. Now, Parker, you check check and see if I'm still with us. <laughs> You're not. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so continuing on into the thick of the woods, eventually you reach a pretty rocky and tumultuous terrain. Areas where large bits of roots kind of stick up in all directions from the soil. Kind of grown over granite or grey rocks. Until eventually you reach the mouth of an open cave where there appear to be bones scattered about and blood trails following inside. We found you! Knock knock! Johnny's home! Are you saying either of those (laughs) things or... Yes. It's Johnny. <laughs> this is a cave. Can we see the end of it, or is it just like a, an open cave? It's an open cave. Uh, there's a fair bit of like heavy, solid rock that makes up the ceiling. It's a fairly uh, steep drop into the entrance. It's quite wide, a hole here. So you're, it's about six foot in terms of its radius. So it's quite wide, but it looks like it like 
very drastically slopes inwards. So, like, you'd almost be sliding into it. Seems safe. Let's go. You first, Parker. (laughs) So, Parker looks to you, Tyson McKay, uh, and he says, I'll go. I'm not afraid. Okay. Uh, Can I have perception check for, like, any traps before we go in? Sure, go for it. That's a 15. Okay, uh, yeah, the entrance looks clear of traps. Perfectly safe, Parker. Have fun. I'll, I'll walk right beside Parker. So, Parker, kind of using his hand to hold on to the ledge of the opening of this cave, then lets go, and you hear the scraping on rock sound of his armor as he slides into the hole. A few moments pass, and there's silence, until eventually you hear a whispered voice saying, It's clear. Come on down. Okay, I go down. Okay, so Rogar, you too have the sound of metal scraping against stone as you enter the cave. My new armor. (laughs) (laughs) Plus 100 experience points. (laughs) And eventually you reach the bottom where you see Parker, his sword, kind of outstretched before him as he looks down the narrow hallway, his eyes never leaving it, uh, as he kind of flicks his eyes towards you and says, All right, you're good. Stand guard. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what your name Tyson telling you what to do Tyson you're clear come down I uh perception check around the cave okay do I see anything well you didn't roll anything so. <laughs> <laughs> uh 19 uh yeah so around the entrance to the cave it looks like there's very small bones scattered about and even bits of cloth which seem like they're, they've you know become torn or detached from clothing. But other than that, you do not see any other things of interest. Yabba-dabba-doo, let's go down. <laughs> okay, so Tyson McKay, your entrance is a lot stealthier than anyone else's, as you are not wearing super heavy armor. Oh, thought it was just because I was better. Lame. <laughs> so you slide down to the bottom and reach the entrance to the tunnel system beyond the mouth of the cave. It is quite dark in here, and Tyson McKay has heat vision, but Parker and Rogar, you guys, uh, you know, it's, it's pitch black in this cave. Can I light up me torch? You can, sir. So you light up a torch, and then, uh, you know, the teams kind of all huddle together, and Parker says, what's our plan? Who's going to go first? I think you know who's going first, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> So Parker Initiation looks <laughs> So Parker looks to you, Rogar, and he says, Sir, would you have me go first? Chug, 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 chug. Uh I'll I'll tell him I'll go first. Okay, so Rogar Ragnak is going first. Okay, so gentlemen, what you see before you is a very narrow corridor. It's tall, but very, very uh thin. And it seems to gently slope off to the right so that you can only really see about 20 feet of tunnel in front of you with your torch lit. Okay. I'm going to keep uh, perception checking for traps. Okay, how often would you like to do that? Every, let's say, like 10 feet. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so your first perception check, please. Can you roll me d20? Say 17. Okay, nice. So the immediate 10 feet in front of you does not look to be trapped in any kind of way. Okay. And as you guys walk your first 10 feet in, 
The air in this cave smells very foul. It smells like home. <laughs> you don't have a home. <laughs> smells like the orphanage. It smells like school. <laughs> so, what would you like to do, adventures? Uh, well, I'd let Rogar look for another trap. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep walking. All right, so you can roll me d20 Ooh, for not perception. 20, baby. Nice. You see no traps, but you're now into the gentle curve to the right of this tunnel. And as you make it just at the bend in the tunnel, looking further on, you do see very dim bits of light at the end of the tunnel. He's uh, in there. Daddy's home. Okay, we'll, we'll sneak. we stealthy about it. Okay, uh, so are you keeping your torch lit or are you dowsing it? Should I douse it, Tyson? Uh, I mean, if you want to be stealthy, yes. Okay, yeah, I'll douse it. So you get rid of your torch and uh, put it back in your bag. Good, good to good to use later, right? I mean, reusable yeah. torch is good for the environment. <clears throat> and you guys are stealthily heading towards the uh, the exit of the cave here. Yeah, uh, I stay okay. farther behind them. So I'm gonna need stealth checks from Tyson McKay and Rogar Ragnak. As you guys reach the 10-foot mark. That's a 19. Nice. A 10? Parker's got a 17, plus his dexterity, but he's in heavy armor, so he's going to be rolling at disadvantage for stealth. So are are you, Roger Ragnar. That is a 12. Okay. So that was your first stealth check for halfway down the hall. You can see now that you're very much closer to the, the bright light. Uh, at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to need one more stealth check from all of you. I'm going to actually hold back for a second. Okay. Okay, so my lowest one is a 13. So 11 was Parker's lowest one. And Tyson McKay, you're kind of hanging out behind at, yep. the, at the bend. Just watching behind us. Okay. Rogar, Ragnak, and Parker come to near the end of the hallway, and there's just another gentle bend here, a turn left. Uh, which you guys will have to make in order to see what's uh, what's forward. Can I, like, peek around the corner to see? Sure. You can roll me a perce- perception check if you'd like. Okay. Ooh, another nat 20. Dang. Nice. So you look around the corner, and with your expert perception, you see quite a large opening, which turns into a very large cavern. On the right-hand side of the walls... The most uh, probably interesting thing that you'll notice is five or even perhaps six ogres which are chained to the wall, their hands above their heads, and their legs chained and bolted into the rock. What the fuck? It's a sex dungeon. (laughs) You also see blood which is on the cave floor near the, uh, the entrance to where the, the cave sort of opens up. But because of your positioning, you can't see much else of the cave on the left-hand side. You'd have to okay. get closer, like right to the mouth of it, to see all that's inside the cave. Okay, we'll, we'll keep sneaking then. Okay, so you're moving forward to the opening? Yeah. Moving closer to the opening, I'm gonna need a stealth check from both you and from your boy, Yeah. where I'll... five is the lowest roll. I'll move okay. up the uh, sneak is like 10 feet as well. Okay, so you're moving just to the, the, to the bend. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. I got a yeah. 11. Okay, 11. And 5 again. for Parker, and 10 for Tyson. Okay. 
So you make it to the very entrance and you get a, a brief split second of a view of the entirety of the cave, Rogar Ragnak. So along the right hand side, there are indeed six ogres chained to the wall, bolted and shackled. At the very far end, you see what looks to be an altar made of stone. And it looks like there are humanoids or people which are lying on top of that altar. Standing above them and kind of looming over top is that greenish blue skin tone of the creature which Tyson McKay saw, its eyes bright yellow and kind of only lit up by uh, these very dim bowls of fire and torches which are scattered about the lair. On the left hand side there are what looks to be piles of certain bones as well as loot of various forms uh, from loot? <laughs> <laughs> well loot in various forms right? It's like saddles, wheels of carts as well as, uh, as other uh, trophy items. The eyes, glowing and yellow, look up towards the entrance of the cave, and even from this distance you can see somewhat of a sinister smile, before all of a sudden, all around you, darkness envelops the group. Even me? Correct, a pitch black that no one can see through. And this is where we are going to end things for today. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Starting off next episode in a battle, eh? You know it. Uh, well, I just want to say Let's congratulations go. first and foremost. You guys found the lair. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. The lair? Is that the name? Yeah, I'm going to hand you guys each a thousand experience points for finding the lair Whoa. of the creature. Oh, we're so close to leveling up. <laughs> Any questions, comments, or concerns? Um, do your outro, Noah. No. Dance, my just... Dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to the Dicey D20. This is your DM signing out. Until next time. Yeah, thank you, everyone. You're the real heroes. You're the reason Sab gets to eat every week. God, I haven't ate dinner yet. (laughs) 